Of course you're confused and you don't know what the next steps are and you don't know why you can't get ahead in your business or in your life or whatever it is that you're trying to get ahead in because you don't realize that pain is the body's natural reaction to defending against attacking your emotions. And so whenever you go and try to remove your emotions from something, your body goes, no, pain, 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 because your body doesn't want you to remove your emotions. But if you remove your emotions, that is when you get the clarity that you need. You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Things like, how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and I want to start off this episode with a story. A story about me, actually, and an eye-opening moment that I had about logic versus emotion and how much clarity I found when my girlfriend, actually, said one thing to me that really just changed my entire perspective. And the crazy part was, it's nothing that I didn't know, and it's nothing that I had not heard before or thought about before, but she said it at the right time, the right place, and it all kind of just hit me, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's what I need to do. And then I went and did that, and it worked, and I was like, oh my gosh, how did I not not see that before or understand that before? So I want to start out with this story, because in this episode, we're going to be talking about logic versus emotion, and when it comes to thinking and decision-making, and why people can't see clearly when they should be able to see clearly, and they actually can see clearly, but they're choosing not to because they're letting emotion get in the way. All wrapped up, we're going to be talking about thinking objectively today and the importance of that and how that will play an incredible role in your life and how literally when I did one thing, I'm not kidding you, one thing, my entire life changed. And I I know I say that a lot, but I've had a lot of life-changing moments in the past you know, however many months of my life. And this was said to me at the, towards the beginning of the year, right around the time that we were struggling to, to f- launch uh, our company, right? We weren't exactly sure who we wanted to target. We weren't exactly sure who we were going to sell to. We weren't gonna sh- exactly sure what we were going to sell. All these different things, right? So I want to take you back to that point. This is back in January. And we're, I'm sitting down uh, with, with my business partner at the time, Lauren, and we're going through everything and we're trying to figure out, okay, we're going to start this company and it's going to be awesome. And we're going to you know, service these people. And we, we have all this talent. We can store it, right? We can put funnels. We can do this. We can do that. We can do all these different things. But we weren't, like, we weren't sure like, who we were going to target. We weren't sure exactly what we were going to sell. We weren't sure what the market wanted. We were doing all these different things and we were taking stabs at something and we weren't seeing success. We weren't making headway and a couple of weeks had gone by and we were still trying to figure everything out. And I remember I was sitting there and I sat down with uh, my girlfriend. Her name's Leah. And we sat there and we were talking back and forth. And I was like, Leah, like, I, I just don't get it. Like, I'm so, I'm so talented. I know that I know my stuff. I know I can sell. I know we can build funnels. I know we can do social media. I know Lauren can write stories. And I know we can help all these different types of people. And we can create offers. And we know how to do this. And I've studied and I've learned. But for some reason, I can't figure all these pieces here. And I don't know where to target here. And I'm just not sure about this. And I'm just not sure about that. And it's this whole imposter syndrome, right? I can do it for somebody else. And I told her that. I said, 
anybody, I can go and I can sit down with them and I can look at their social media and I can tell them exactly what's wrong with it. Anybody I can train to go and start a Facebook group or start a business or create an offer or or sell something. And I can go through this entire process of everything. And I said, I've taken multiple people from zero to six figures. I've taken dozens and dozens and dozens of people from zero to five and zero to multi five figures. We've helped hundreds and thousands of people go and grow followers on Instagram and Facebook. And I said, I've been able to figure out all these things, but for some reason, I can't do it for my own freaking life. Why can't I go and why can't I go figure that out? And she looks at me and there was a pause and she just goes, so go become your student. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? She goes, go and become your own student. Treat yourself like you are a student. And I'm like, well, well, okay. But like, and she says, no, just do it. Take emotion out of it and go and become your, your student. And I thought about this for a long time. I was like, wow, that's actually a really good idea. I don't know how I hadn't thought of it before. And I'm sure like I had, but it never had just hit me in that way. Because here's the thing. And what I would do is every single time that I would go and I would do something for a student and every single time that I would go and say like, oh, that's what you need to do here. When I would look at it at myself in that same way or that same area on myself, I would use emotion to kind of justify and go, oh, well, I'm too busy for that. Or, oh, I'm doing this over here. Oh, I'm doing this over here. And I would never actually go fix that problem. And I would just excuse it as, oh, I know what I'm doing. Oh, I know what I'm doing. Oh, I know what I'm doing. And I would get emotional and I would get defensive. Why? Because I was emotionally invested into myself. I was afraid to go where it hurt. I was afraid to go and look at the negative sides of my business and of my life. Of course I could do it for somebody else because I wasn't the person that was really going being critiqued. I wasn't the one that was having to go through that pain. And I was the one that was was giving that pain and really helping that person. But when someone would do it to me, that's painful. It's really painful to have somebody tell you you're doing something wrong. It's really painful to have someone show you where you need to correct and go and do all those things. It's really painful to have someone point out like, hey, you're a mess here, here, and here, and here's where you need fixed. But it's even more painful and way, way, way harder to admit it to yourself. It's way harder to admit that you've done things wrong. It's way harder to admit that you've got these things that need to be fixed. And so as I sat there and I thought about this, I went, okay, I need to become my own student. Well, what's the first thing that I tell my students before I rip them apart and destroy everything, you know, that they built and go and rebuild it from the bottom up? I always tell them, I say, listen, don't take this personally. We're here to help. This is constructive feedback. You've done a lot of awesome things. Everything that I'm about to tell you does not make you a bad person. Take the emotion out of it. And I want you just to listen and then go and do this and it will work. And I sat back and I started to do that to myself and I immediately put up walls. And I was like, ah, well, but I'll get to that here. I'll get to that here. And I went, nope, I've got to bring down that emotion. I've got to take my emotion out of it. And that's when everything started to click for me. So about this time, continuing on with the story, I started really diving in more and more to Sam Ovens. As you guys know, we've done some of Sam Ovens coaching, got his programs and all of that. And Sam Ovens talks about the importance of viewing everything objectively. Now, here's the thing. That sounds all fine and dandy good. In fact, it sounds very simple. It doesn't even sound that powerful. Like, all right, view it as an innocent bystander. Oh, what are the market trends doing? Oh, what are this doing? And so when I started listening to this, I started realizing, wow, I need to start taking an objective view on the market. Because in Sam Ovens Consulting Accelerator, like that's what he's talking about, taking an objective view on the market, not being emotionally attached to your products or to this and to that and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, I got to you know, take an objective view on the market and all that stuff. 
And then one day, as Leah and I were having that conversation, and she goes and she says, Josh, become your own student. I started doing that process. And I started realizing I was putting up walls because I didn't want to deal with that pain. And then I would remember back, oh man, Sam Oven says we need to go into the painful areas and he talks about the importance of that. I'm like, oh man, okay, that makes sense. This is the pain that he's talking about, the uncomfortable situations we have to be okay with. And then all of a sudden, as I was doing this process and as I became my own student, it clicked for me. And I went, oh my gosh, I not only have to take an objective view on the market, I have to take an objective view on myself. I have to view myself and my life as an outsider. I have to look at my business as an outsider, as an objective bystander. Why? Because emotion gets into the way of logic. You know what the definition of objective is? The, de the dictionary definition, a person or their judgment not influenced by personal feelings or opinions in considering and representing facts. I'm gonna read that again. A person or their judgment, so in this case, you, the person or the observer, not influenced by personal feelings or opinions when considering and representing facts. So what happens? We go through and someone comes and says, oh, well, Josh, you do X poorly, like whatever that thing is, or insert your name there. I could come to you and I could say, hey, insert your name here. Your social media sucks, right? Now, you, what are you gonna do? You're gonna immediately get defensive, throw up walls, go, how dare you say this sucks? Well, guess what? Everybody on the outside that knows anything about what they're talking about could look at your social media and go, yeah, it sucks. But guess what? You're emotionally involved. You're emotionally attached. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna get defensive, you're gonna block them all out, and you're gonna defend it. You're gonna go, no, it doesn't. This is my social media. Why? Because it's painful to admit that that sucks. And that's normal. That is a normal human tendency. And that is okay. But ego and emotion, and ego st uh, stems right out of emotion, is blocking you from being able to see reality and see facts. And your ego and emotion is going to defend itself literally by putting up pain sensors to say, nope, don't you dare go here, that's painful. That is the body, the emotional part of your brain's natural defense mechanism against things that it doesn't want to hear or see, okay? So now you've got this pain, you've got this emotion, you're like, ah. Well, if you're doing that in all areas of your life, anytime someone is trying to critique it, guess what? You're never going to be able to see things clearly. So what happens? Well, people get stuck in their entrepreneurship journey or their journey to success, whatever that looks like, whether it's entrepreneurship or college or marriage or life, whatever it is, they get emotionally attached to their viewpoint, right? And so they get emotionally attached to their viewpoint and then someone else comes along and tries to critique them or tries to go and show them, hey, this is what you should be doing. And they put up a defense mechanism on a wall and so they can't see it. And because if they tried to see it, just because they try to see it themselves doesn't mean the pain is not going to be there, right? Like for example, if you've got a cut on your arm and somebody else comes along and touches it, it's going to be painful, right? Now, if you come along and touch it, it is still going to be painful. It doesn't magically not be painful just because you're the one that's touching it, right? Exactly. The same thing is true here. So we get frustrated and we wonder, well, 
Why am I not making more sales in my business? Why am I not better at soccer? Why am I not better at music? Why am I not getting better grades? Why am I not, you know, having a better relationship with my wife or my husband? Why am I not growing more followers on social media? Why am I not blank? You fill in the blank for whatever it is. Well, guess what? You ever gone and ask a bunch of people what they think about you, your strengths and your weaknesses, and you get answers that you never even thought about or realized? Yeah, it's a great exercise. That's the same concept because you're gotta, you gotta go and they have an objective view of you. You have an emotional view of you. You're emotionally attached to yourself. And so when you go and you make judgments based on you, you naturally come at it from a state of blindness because you don't want to go and enter the, the painfulness of what an objective view looks like. Now, when you go and start taking objective views on a market, and start taking objective views on yourself, your entire life changes. But you're only able to do that if you practice being okay with being in pain a little bit. And as you know, you'll hear Sam Ovens talk about this. You'll hear other successful people talk about this. Pain is not a bad thing. Pain shows you where you need improvement. And so pain often comes, especially in our journey of you know, self-development, self-improvement, business, and all that, Pain, like I said, comes as a defense mechanism to protect our ego, to protect our feelings. But if we let that down and we take an objective view like I did on my business, then you're able to go see things clearly for what they actually are. And let me tell you something, the market, the world, the rest of society does not care about your feelings. You know what feelings stem from? Emotion, not logic. All right, so what does that mean? If you're looking at things through your lens of emotional attachment, you are not seeing things for how they actually are. You are seeing things through your lens. And the best way in the world to get ahead is to look at things not through your lens, but through the lens of the rest of the world, the lens of the rest of society, the rest of your market, the rest of whatever the situation is that you're dealing with. Why? Because that is what's actually happening. You cannot know what truth is, what actually needs to be informed or like needs to be fixed, and you can't gather the right data if you're looking at things through a skewed lens. I've used this example before. If you've got a pair of of glasses on, right? You're seeing the world through that tint of glass. And so if I have glasses on that are tinted to where I see everything red, and I go and I look at something and it's blue, but I see it as red because I'm wearing red sunglasses. If I don't take those red sunglasses off, I am forever gonna think that that color is blue. If I don't know that it's blue, and I really truly believe that it's red, I'm never gonna know that it's blue until I take those sunglasses off and actually go, oh, that's red. The rest of the world, the rest of society, the rest of the market, the rest of everybody else is gonna go, now that's clearly blue. But you and your sunglasses are gonna be like, nope, that's red. Same thing is true with your ego. If you're blinded by your ego, if you're blinded by your emotion, if you're blinded by not looking at things objectively, you're gonna forever think something is one way. And guess what? From your viewpoint, it might be, but that doesn't make it fact. And so when you take an objective seat in your role of life and you look at your own life as a character in life, 
rather than as a participant. Now, I'm not saying that you're not a participant. I'm not saying don't go back into your emotional state. And, you know, I'm not saying get rid of all emotions like love is a good thing and having connection and all those things. That all comes from emotion. I'm not saying emotion is bad, but people want to know why they're confused. They want to know why they're so upset and they can't seem to get ahead. They want to know why they can't seem to figure things out. It's because they're making decisions with logic. So what I started doing is I started treating myself as my own student. So what did I do? I literally acted as if I was looking down on myself working in my office and I would talk to myself. Sometimes it was out loud. I probably sounded like a creep. And sometimes it was just in my head. But I'd be like, all right, Josh, what should I do? I'd be like, all right, so what's the next step? What's the next step that you take people through when you're, you're a student? I'd be like, all right, sweet. So oh, the next thing is what? And I'd say, all right, Josh, the next thing that you're going to do is you're going to figure out what your market actually wants. But you're not going to take it. You know, you're not going to get emotional about it. Just ask them and read the responses back. And so I would go and I would do that. And then I'd go, all right, man. And then we'd go back and forth. And I started taking an objective view on everything in my business. You know what happened? In March, like in, in January, we made almost no money through actual Vivid. J February, we launched. We made a few grand just because, you know, different referrals and things like that. Mar I'm sorry, that was in February. March, we did like $65,000. Why? Because in February, I started looking at things objectively and actually taking my emotions out of the market and just going based off of facts. Same thing is true with my life, not just with business. This is true in life. I would get frustrated and mad all of the time. So what happened? I started looking at myself and going, huh, well, Josh, you're doing X and you know that if you saw anybody else doing X, the result would be Y. And you're mad that you're experiencing Y, but you're doing X. So stop doing X. And I'd be like, but I want to do X so bad. I'm like, well, okay, then you're going to have this result over here. You have a terrible relationship with your family. Well, that's because of this. You have a terrible relationship with blood. And I have, you know, had to work through all these different things. But I was blinded because my ego, because my emotion would get in the way. And I'd be like, well, I'm not a bad person. Well, didn't say you were a bad person. And just because you struggle doesn't make you a bad person. But my ego, my emotions got in the way and were like, well, if I struggle there, I'm a bad person. If I don't do that, I'm a bad person. Oh my God, you're not going to trust me. You're not going to hurt. You're going to hurt my feelings. You're going to, you know, not think I'm capable of blah, 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 blah. But then I would go and say, all right, if I was my brother, if I was somebody down the street and I watched them walk through this exact same situation, would I look at them and go, you're weak? Nope. Actually, if I had all the facts and I looked at that, I would be like, no, that's actually the logical thing that you need to do to get better. Huh. I should probably do that. And then I got comfortable with being in pain for a little bit, working through that. And I would take this objective view on every single thing that I did. And then guess what? Life started to get better. Taking an objective view on the market, on my life, on everything that I do, and viewing myself as a participant and me standing back and being an observer of my own life, of my own business, of my own, you name it, changed my life and my viewpoint more than almost anything else. It's one of the most important things that has helped me get to this point in my life right now. And so when I went through, even through the terrible death of my brother, right? I mean, like that was a really, really hard situation. And yes, I was very, very emotional and I was allowed to be emotional, right? But after that grieving was over for the first you know, few days or a week, what did I do? I took a step back and went, okay, right now I'm in pain. Right now I don't want to talk to anyone. Right now I feel like the world is against me. I feel like God has abandoned me. I feel like all these different things. 
Now let me look at this from an objective standpoint. I'm not saying give up on emotion forever. I'm not saying your emotion is bad. Of course, emotion was totally fine to have for me and my brother there. But I took a step back and I went, okay, I need to figure out how to do blah, blah, blah. Right now, I don't feel like this, but I know logically, if I stay down this road forever, that would not be good. So what are the logical next steps from an objective point of view? I'm gonna go back to my emotions in a second, but right now I gotta step out of my emotions. What are the next things that I need to do? And guess what? I realized that I needed to go to therapy. So I went and went to therapy. I did not wanna go to therapy. I thought like my life growing up, I'm like, dude, if you need therapy, you've got issues. But I took an objective view and went, hey, I am emotionally unstable right now. I'm dealing with a traumatic loss. I don't know what my next steps are in life. I've got to figure out how to deal with this. I have not studied brain trauma enough to know how to deal with this. I'm going to go seek guidance from someone that does. Yes, I could spend the next six months or a year of my life trying to figure it out myself, or I could pay someone 75 bucks or you know, 150 bucks or whatever it is, and I can go learn from them, and I can speed up my healing process. I can get back onto my feet. That is the power of being objective, And when you do that in every single area of your life, on your success journey, in your marriage, or your relationship with your girlfriend, boyfriend, with your kids, with your job, with your career, with your whatever your dream is, if you do that in all areas and you take a step back and go, what is the logical conclusion of what is next? And then you enter your body back again, right? You go back to that state and go, that is what I'm gonna go do. And you allow yourself to deal with pain. I gotta go through some painful stuff I've had to admit to myself, like, by, by no means am I saying this is easy, right? This sucks. I've had to admit to myself some things about myself that I'm just like, ah, ah, I can't believe I'm that type of person. Ah, I can't believe I did that in my life. Ah, I can't believe people think that about me. All right, that's, that's fact. It's reality. How do I go fix it? It's painful, but it's the most life-changing exercise you can possibly do. Why? Because now you are seeing things clearly. You're taking your emotions out of it and you're just looking at actual fact. If you're upset on your entrepreneurship journey, it's because you have not looked at things logically yet. It's okay to be disappointed that you're not where you wanna be, but it's not okay to stay there and dwell on it and act like you're doing the right thing when clearly it's not getting you anywhere. Here's the thing, guys. We know success works. We know that anybody can go get rich. We know that anybody can build a business. We know that there are proper steps to go through and build anything whether it's an athlete or a musician or a business owner or a teacher, like whatever. There's a logical step-by-step process on how to get there. So if you're not doing something right or you're not seeing success with it, you can let your ego overtake you. You can get super emotional and you can yell and scream and be confused and be like, I don't know what's going on. Ah! Or you can go, hmm, I wonder why that didn't work. Look at all the facts. And if it doesn't make sense, go, hmm, maybe I'm missing a fact. What do I need to do? and then go back to the market or back to whatever it is that you're doing and go out there and continue to do it. It is that simple. Now, I wanna end on this note. It is not easy. It is actually very boring a lot of times. Like, it might be fascinating in concept, but like when you start doing this over and over and over again, sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, this is so boring. But you learn so much from it. It's not always a super exciting thrilling, emotionally, you know, charged thing. Why? Because you're taking all that out of it and you're just looking at it for what it is, right? You could look at a piano and you could get really emotionally involved and play beautiful music and be amazing or whatever. But if you take an objective view at the piano and go, all right, what's a piano? It's a piece of wood. It's some keyboard, there are keys. It's some strings. That's some pretty boring stuff. 
right? But when it all flows together, you create an amazing masterpiece from it. But you can't create that amazing masterpiece unless you have all the pieces of the piano, unless you've gone through and done the practice with the piano, unless you've actually gone through and done the steps that it actually takes to get there. The same thing is true in all areas of your life. This is not easy, but what I want to recommend to you as we wrap up this episode is the next time you're facing a difficult situation, remind yourself and say, okay, I've got to look at this objectively and then remove yourself from you and act like you're another person. And if, if you have to make up a name, if you have to be super weird and like talk to yourself, do it, whatever it takes, be like, all right. Or if you have to imagine you, what you're doing in somebody else, maybe you have a brother or a sister or a friend and you could be like, all right, if my friend blah was doing exactly what I was doing right now, what would my advice be to them? Oh, huh. Okay. Now, why would that be difficult? Oh, because I have this and this and this emotion. Cool. So that, that, that emotion, I have to go, I have to bury, I have to be okay with being in pain there a little bit. I have to be super self-aware, right? It's painful. It's hard. It's not easy. That's a super, super hard thing to do. But when you go do that, it's the most freeing thing that you could ever experience. And you will get to the end of it and you'll be like, oh my gosh, that is what I needed to do. That is how I got ahead. And you would have never noticed those things unless you took an objective view on that. All right, guys, that's all I've got for you today. I hope this was helpful. As always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are gonna be the ones that change the world. Seriously, it's, it's, it's just true. I'm gonna leave you with this quote. There was something that I read. It said, getting your life together requires a level of honesty that you can't even imagine. There's nothing easy about realizing that you're the one that's been holding you back this whole time. And that's the concept of this all. But when you take an objective view and you go, those things do not define me. They are simply actions that I have taken that has led me to here, but they are not me. How do I go and fix them? Nothing is permanent. You can always go and fix it and become the person that you want to become. I love you all, and I will see you on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace. Yo, what's up, guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on, that you like my stuff, and that I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback, your ideas and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh 40 or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.